the FBI decided not to pursue, at least for now, a court order to compel Apple to help the Bureau crack open the iPhone used by one of the San Bernardino shooters. That's because, according to federal prosecutors, a third party has presented the FBI with a possible way to open the encrypted iPhone. According to the Israeli newspaper Yedinot Akronot, the Israeli mobile forensic software provider Celebrite is furnishing the FBI with the know-how to unlock the phone. Though this latest development gets Apple off the hook for the moment, the legal issues persist on whether law enforcement can unlock mobile devices or decrypt its files, even if it can exploit vulnerabilities in encryption to bypass safeguards. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Greg Nojim is Senior Counsel and Director of the Advocacy Group Center for Democracy and Technology's Freedom, Security, and Technology Project. And Nojim says law enforcement would still need a warrant to open and get data off the device. Certainly for the FBI doing an investigation, it's going to need a warrant to gain access to content. Just, just assume that. What more should the warrant require of the FBI in terms of the techniques being used? First, does the FBI have to disclose to the court enough information so the court can make a judgment about whether the technique being used is going to have an unintended impact on other people. Uh, What if it does? Should it be permitted? That's the kind of conversation that we need to have, not just going in circles about whether we're going to have back doors built into encrypted devices and services. Even if the FBI has the smarts to circumvent safeguards and encryption, no Jim says, there needs to be limitations on how law enforcement conducts itself after it seizes devices such as an encrypted iPhone. We don't want to have a world when a user gets what looks like an update from the entity that provides the service he's using. And, and the update says, update your software uh, that employs this service because it will help uh, secure that service. And the person receiving that information says to himself, well, this could be the FBI trying to hack in. And the consequence of them making that assessment is that they don't trust the communication that they've received and they don't do the update. That's not a good outcome. That makes more people vulnerable to the bad guys. So I think we have to have a conversation about just what techniques ought to be allowed and what techniques ought to be out of bounds. No, Jim says the debate over whether the government can force a company to provide a way to circumvent encryption, create a backdoor of sorts, isn't going away. But he sees the government's position weakened. The confidence of the court and of Congress in the FBI's assessment of its inability to break into this iPhone has been shaken. And the result will be that both Congress and the courts look more skeptically on claims that provider assistance must be required in order for the FBI to do its job. An immediate victim of this attitude could be legislation proposed by the leaders of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Republican Richard Burr and Democrat Dianne Feinstein, that would force technology companies to help law enforcement circumvent safeguards built into devices and systems. The FBI's filing in the San Bernardino case also does damage to the legislation that Senators Burr and Feinstein are reportedly preparing. That legislation would reportedly compel companies like Apple to take the steps that the government is trying to compel it to do in court right now. When members of Congress who are already skeptical of the FBI's claims account for what the FBI just did in this case, they'll look much more skeptically on this legislation. 
So what happens next? I think in all likelihood the FBI will look for another test case to bring. It will face the same unanimous reaction from the privacy community, the security community, and from tech companies that acquiring providers to weaken their software is bad for cybersecurity. Najim says the consequences in this case reach beyond the borders of the United States that the international implications of what the FBI asked this court to order were never addressed. In particular, the way that foreign governments would react to a ruling requiring Apple to build this software. There's no doubt in my mind that the next demands of Apple would come not just from the federal government, not just from state and local governments in the United States, but from countries like Turkey, China, Russia, and Brazil, who would demand similar treatment. As a result, Apple's concern about information getting into the wild that would compromise the security of its products is quite real. We might have reached the intermission in the performance featuring the FBI and the government, along with Apple and its Silicon Valley supporting cast, but it's a production that certainly will have a second act. How it will play out in the courts and Congress remains a mystery. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.